Hello Tuesday, Doug. Hello. It's, this is this is an odd time for us to be talking slash hanging out. Which, when do you think the last time that you and I... Because I know we're not hanging out technically right now. We're video chatting. Right. But when's the last time we, you think you and I hung out on a Tuesday? Maybe that, mean, one, that one time I stopped at your house when I was working. It's possible. I don't remember when that was. I was because my head went to like probably back when we both worked retail back in the day, where our schedules were all over the place and we didn't have set days off. Right. So there was probably some kind of uh, overlap or something, but or like band practice <laughs> when yeah. we were freshly out of high school. I yeah. Think it's, it's been a while since we we've gotten together on on a weekday like this, an early weekday. But welcome to the new show. You you made it back for this one. You you abandoned us uh, over the weekend, and I deservedly gave you what you had coming. <laughs> I, I told you I, said, I deserve whatever's coming my way. You did. I, I read kn- the message. I knew verbatim. I knew I knew it was hundred percent my folks. I knew I was going out of town, and I was like, I gotta tell Mike. And then you text me. I was like, I never told Mike. Yeah. So I was like, it was two hours before we usually record. By the way, not even close to where you live. Across the world. It was four four hours away. Not across the world. You know what? That's I don't I haven't traveled much, so we, we're not even allowed to leave our country. Well, like we could get on a raft or something and we could probably sneak up to like Newfoundland. Get up to Canada. I would love to go to Newfoundland or Canada. Or not New, wait, not Newfoundland. What am I thinking of? Uh, Nova Scotia? Maybe. That's Canada still. That's what I was thinking. I think I was thinking Nova Scotia, and I said Newfoundland. That's around. That's up there somewhere. I don't know. I haven't traveled much. I mentioned that already. <laughs> I'm not a smart man. Whatever's north. Yeah. Get on a raft and let the currents take you as temperatures cool down, where we will definitely die in the freezing waters once we get close to Maine. <laughs> and <laughs> that'll be it. Hopefully I'll crash into Acadia, and I'll live there forever. But... But there's fine with that civilization there. No, but I'm saying like I'll perish. Like the waves will take me to the rocks. Oh, that's what I'll. I'll it'll, uh, hopefully, I'll get to that region whenever the wave, the, the ocean takes me, and then I'll just I'll be buried there forever. Like like I'm a wounded knee. Like that's where I should. That's where I belong. Because <laughs> I love that place and I want to go back desperately. Well, you can't. Well, I could. <laughs> it's it's not off limits uh, entirely. They're open. Uh, to some level, Harry went on one trip. I fuck the police, man. I'll do what I want. <laughs> no justice, no peace. Yeah, <laughs> I do what I want. Well, I don't. This is like the most casual episode because I feel like I've had to prepare nothing. I've had I have no list, and I am very. It's it is a week. It's an early weekday. It's the opposite when we usually record. But I like this casual having to do no work <laughs> to start recording episode. Welcome to my I, world. <laughs> you have a great gig here. It's you show up when you want to. You don't have to prepare anything. <laughs> you don't have to talk if you don't want to. <laughs> you can just sit back with your glasses. You don't have to. Wear, you don't barely wear clothes sometimes. You don't even do that. It's you just do what you want. The, damn Bunch right. That's that's how you live. Well, I I don't have a list of things I was planning on talking about, but there was things I know uh, for sure we would be talking about. Because I assume that you have played more of Ghost of Tsushima, uh, or not? No, I have. I oh, um, okay. I I uh, 
I was playing kind of like exactly what you said you did. Like I was playing, it was like 10.30, and I got to the mission. It was like, this is a long mission. You cannot save from here. And I was like, I ain't doing it. Well, you could save. Well, I just didn't want to start that mission at 10.30 at night, and I was like, I don't know how long this mission is. I forget what Mike said. So I'm at that mission, and I my plan for tonight before you texted me was to complete that mission. Oh, it's... It's lengthy. Cause, well, I mean, to do it in full, because you just can't explore uh, or anything after that. But, yeah, so I have since beaten it, the story, not the whole game, but the main storyline I went through, and I did finish that. Um, and now I'm just kind of going through. I like this. Ending the story was like a good spot to kind of, like, take a breather before yeah. going back into it. I have I played since then. I didn't just stop dead there. I completely, like, I did, I found all the uh, the vanity gear. And I got, which includes doing all the haikus and stuff, because that you get the headbands for that. Yep. So I that included in vanity gear, which I didn't think about when I was doing it. But the wind started taking me to haikus, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. So I have all that stuff. I don't have all the like all of the stuff because you get different headbands and stuff from um, missions. Uh, yeah, from like side missions and all that. So I was like, I don't have all the like apparel that you can have, but at least the ones that like the wind takes you to. I've done all that. Uh, I completed. Lady Mazuko, I think is how you say her name. Uh, the the samurai. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. That's <laughs> how it sounds right, but that's not, that sounds right. That's I completed her side mission because I do like one thing that they like they did with the side missions in that game is that they make them like its own story. So yeah. it's not just like because it even tells you when you're doing the missions. This is mission two of nine for her or him or whoever. Yeah. So it's like I like that they're they're kind of their own thing and they run parallel and that they make mention like I don't think you've gotten to the point yet, but they make mention to the fact that like where whatever progress you made on their storyline they mention. So either like, oh, I'm like I'm glad I helped you do X or I'm sorry I couldn't help you do that or whatever. Like he actually makes mention of however far along you are in that process. Or I guess whether or not you've completed it, because I don't know. It doesn't obviously they don't wrap up on mission seven of nine. So it's like I guess it's whether or not you've completed the side mission, but I just like that they're their own thing, and it's kind of like this other world you can get kind of taken into. Yeah, and that was one of my pro- not problems, but that's why I wasn't playing the story because I was just doing that stuff. I got to like six or seven of nine of Lady Matsuko, Matsuko, whatever her name is. I was like, oh, I should probably go, and then I was gonna do the the Bowman. I forget his name. Uh, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Because I did a bunch of his as well. Then I was like, and I was talking to you and a couple of my other friends. I was like, oh, I finished the story. I was like, I got to finish the story before it gets spoiled for me. Yeah, I won't say anything. I'm not going to ruin the story at all. I will say that, there, like, I, I was talking about the last week or last time we did this about how I was kind of, like, I wanted to get at least to the point because there's a lot of games that do that, like, for your final mission where, like, after you complete this mission, this game is over. You will not be able to do side quests or whatever. And I was worried about, I was like, I'll at least get to that point. I'll do everything else. Because there's a few games that do that. But this one doesn't have that. So you just, once you beat the story, you can do everything else just fine. Right. So there is nothing is like taken away or like an opportunity missed and and everything. But yeah, it's, I, I'll just say like the story is, is, I really like the story. Especially like the point where you are, where things are building up and everything. Oh, Wait, this there is one part we can talk. Or there's a couple parts we can talk about then, because you're at the parts, or like some of the parts I was talking about. I'm trying to remember. I'm like, because you said you're at the long mission, so you're gearing up to start the assault 
on the castle. Yes. To take okay, back so, your uncle's castle. Yeah. Okay, so this will be like spoilerish. or not spoilerish. This is end of Act Two, going into Act Three kind of stuff. So like, if you're playing the game and you haven't gotten to this point, uh, then this will be spoiler territory. But uh, I just want to say like, because there's that one mission. I don't know how you reacted because this was one of like the cut like two or three things I was going to talk about the last time we were talking about this. But um, it's I forget what it's called, but you take back that one like city or like small kind of like walled in village for like the locals that hate you. Oh yeah. 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 And you do that mission where they're like, they attack and then you're supposed you like run out past the walls and you like take down their, their siege weapons and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. So, okay. Dogs are fighting out there. I don't know if you heard the barking that just happened. It sounded like they were right next to you fighting. No, they're I can see them, but they're, out in the other room um i think renee might be home so they're getting feisty um but that mission i don't know how you reacted but whenever they were like like oh like they're attacking and stuff like that whenever you're like running for the gate and everyone's like lining the road cheering and saying like like the ghost and like help us ghost and stuff like that dude i was so juiced up i was sprinting (laughs) for the gate to the point where i got my nose was touching the gate so when they opened i was fighting them outside when you're not even supposed to be you're supposed to be fighting (laughs) them inside and i was just killing all of them on that bridge just mercilessly i was like they believe in me i am the ghost and i was just killing all of them Um. and then uh in the second part, after you destroy the siege weapons, and they're like, they got inside. I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> and I went down, and I killed everyone outside. I went on a rampage. I was feeling it in that mission. You were a murderer. And then, I was. But then when you get to that point where you go up, and there's like that general there who's like talking shit. Yeah. And then you just beat him down, and it just says slaughter. I was like, oh. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then you brutally, brutally kill him. And then it just creates another rampage slaughter mission i was so amped up for that part (laughs) that i lost my mind and it was like i am the ghost this is for vengeance like i will kill everyone who defies me and doesn't believe in the ghost i I was so ready i was not expecting ghost mode or ghost dance whatever they call it yeah whenever he was like it said slaughter i was like oh okay like but my favorite part is you stab him and then you like show his body to all of his people. Like you like spin with him. <laughs> like, look at it. Look what I did to him. And then you cut his head off. Yeah, and that's how I was like, oh, well, I was like, oh shit, all right. <laughs> and then it's just instant killing everybody. And I was like, all right, this is And they're all running away. And you're just as I said, it was brutal. But the fact that everyone's like cheering for you and like you got the cool nickname of the ghost and they're all like, save us. Like, you're our only hope. And I always, I, I, like, cause I have, Renee does not care about the game, but it's a, <laughs> things happen that I have to tell somebody and she's sitting next to me. So she gets all of it. And I was like, I made my character. Or I didn't really make him, but like with the clothing options, I was like, with a name, like the ghost, I feel like I'm like Batman, like I'm a symbol. And I was yes. like, and I didn't want to have like seeing my face. I was like, I want to be like concealed and be like this larger than life figure where you can't see like their identity or anything. So I was always wearing, like I, I mentioned before, I always had on like the straw hat. So basically it covers most of them cover like below your, like your eyes, like your nose level. And then I always had a mask on, but I was wearing the, uh, the wanderers hat, which is like the big one. I don't know oh, if you found yeah. that one yet. Yeah, yeah. I was wearing that one, which really conceals it. So like, I have like a slit for your eyes. 
Yeah, it's like like a sword went through it already. Yeah. And I don't know if you found, there's a couple masks you find that actually have, that are sort of the same. So you can wear a mask that looks like a sword went right through the hat and the mask, That's basically. Cool. Um, but, uh, so I always had like that look. So I like, I feel cool. They're amping me up. I was like, I just, all I learned is that in a situation where people are cheering me on, I guess I'll just run face first into war. <laughs> Cause like, I was like, I am your only hope. <laughs> <laughs> I am a ghost. Yeah, yeah, I ran out there and just went crazy because I was just I was so like I don't know I was just so into that mission and just like like I felt like whenever you take down the siege weapons like they lured me out so they could go in and kill all these people that believe in me I was like not gonna happen and I'm wearing this sweet outfit <laughs> I was like went charging in no, I lost it I was not that emotional about that I was panicking that they got in I didn't panic I was. Like, I was out for blood. I wanted... To, like, they already destroyed my home. They were killing my people and everything else that's happening. But... The... Did we talk about it last time? Um, I did all the missions with uh, his, like, nanny, essentially. No, we didn't. And... No, I did those. I, I forgot I completed those, too. I was doing all, doing all of her missions. And, like, there's parts... I thought you were going to learn, like his dad and her had like an affair or something. Oh, it seemed like it was implied like that. Like after she's trying to like lure you into the hot spring. That's all I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is going to get weird. Yeah. Cause she kept calling him his dad's name. And then she was like, Oh, I'm just confused. <laughs> well, I said that happened like from the story mission, whenever you get the armor, it's like, they hint at that. She's kind of losing it there. Yeah. Cause she just says a few things and she calls you by your dad's name and stuff like that. You're like, what? And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I was just confused. And then every time you talk to her, she's like just staring at a tree or something. <laughs> You're like, like, she's just all fucked up. You're like, something's wrong here. But Or the uh, time again, she like disappears and she's just laying by the lake. She's like, I saw my mom. He's like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> she just, I, just, <laughs> it's, I was very emotionally invested in that, but I didn't laugh at the moment. But yes, the description of it sounds very funny. <laughs> she's laying next to a lake saying, talk about her mom. Yeah. But. Yeah, as a spoiler, at the very end of that that mission, because you basically see it coming that she's gone, like yeah. she's gonna die somehow. But whenever she like, you're just pretending to be your dad to like give her like this moment of peace. I was like, oh, this is really sad. Yeah. And then, uh, and I was like, oh, like then you're just talking, you look over, and she just kind of like is slumped over slightly. I was like, oh, and it just kind of like fades, <laughs> and then you're just looking at a grave. I was like, oh, why? I was like. Oh, that really bummed me out. I was like, this makes me sad. <laughs> I don't even know this lady, but still. Is this, she's, is it a normal thing for the, for them not to like bury them? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Because like every grave thing you make, it's just like he puts rocks and dirt on the body above the ground. I was like, do they not bury people? I mean, I would assume there's something to that. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe certain areas have so many roots or something. With all the like vegetation or like the cliff sides or whatever they couldn't do, I, I have no idea. But I would assume there's some sort of reason for it or uh, belief system behind uh, why they would do it that way. Let me. I would actually. I'll, I don't know what to Google here, but I'll try. Uh, <laughs> Samurai ooh. burying techniques. I was gonna Google Japanese graves, but that seems a little grim. No, I wouldn't do that. He, uh, and I st- I'll do graves above ground. Pan. Um, yeah, barrel. Wait, I don't know where this was from. The oh yeah, it says Japan. B- 
Burial grounds dating from 1868 contain the bones of... Oh, wait, this might be something different. Yeah, I think this is different. That's I think that's like a murder. <laughs> that's not what I needed. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me... I'm going to try to... I'm going to try to find this if you want to continue talking um, about it. I'm just trying to think what else. I just, I, I feel guilty playing the game now and I'm not doing much of the side missions because, like, I don't know anything about, like, that fighting monk guy. And, like, when you're going to, one of the siege parts is, like, talk to all your comrades. I'm going to, not comp, well, your, your friends. And, like, it was like, talk to him and you, like, meditate with him. I was like, I know nothing about this guy. I was like, I'm just <laughs> meditating with a giant baby. Yeah, I, I I didn't really start. I did think I did like one or two of his missions before that one. So it was like I didn't really. I was actually kind of worried that what was going to happen was, um, like it was going to introduce a whole introduce a whole new cast of characters that were also going to have their own multi part like missions and stuff. Right. And I was like, oh god, I was like, I have I still have all those to do. Like I was about to get overwhelmed, but uh, that didn't happen. It was just him. They knew. Yeah, but that, that's who I, that's the missions I was working on uh, before. Like when I last, the last time I played was I was doing some of his. Because another thing too is like you can't get, like the only place I've really found silk is from those side missions, and you need silk to upgrade your armor yeah. to the highest level. So it's like I have like three or four of them upgraded all the way. So I was trying to get all of them, and I was like, I basically have to do these just to upgrade everything. There's. Yeah, there was one of the missions. Let's get one of the armors. It was like down in the southwest portion of the second island, where it was like I forget what the armor is called, but it's like you have to go find the five, the five people just like in the in the wilderness. There's no like wind to get to them. I was like, all right, I guess I was running to them whenever. <laughs> yeah, the I'm still trying to find. I'm not really having uh any much luck. Any luck. Yeah, I could probably find probably find this like a later time. But there's I'm trying to read and talk at the same time, which never works. Nope. So, uh, oh yeah, see, like I found burial practice practices uh, from like different eras in Japan, and it's several paragraphs. So I'm not gonna be able to read that and participate in a podcast. Well, they might like ghost of Tsushima might just bury him above ground. Cause he didn't have a shovel. He was just, that's the easiest thing to do. Right. Cause people just kept obviously dying around him. Yeah. And you're the figure too. It's like, there is no, uh, like embalming or if there was, it was a very like rudimentary version of it. So like people would have decayed, may not rapidly, but there, it's not like now where bodies take, years to to fully break down right and everything so it's like i don't know maybe it was just a matter of just speed and like well the bodies will decay this is just a way of honoring them and i have no idea it's complete speculation on something that's probably like people know <laughs> like we yes. can't look up somebody, it's just too hard to find right now somebody else knows exactly why yeah so it's can you hear I'm this sure the reason i'm sure huh can you hear this construction is that what that is? I heard it sound like someone was just banging on the bottom of a like a pot, like dinner's ready. No, dun, I, dun, 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 dun. they're like digging up my road. No, oh, that's fun. I, they do that randomly here, where we'll just get up in the morning and there'll be a bunch of cones going down the road. And it's like, oh, I guess we're doing construction now. <laughs> you just break every, just run over every cone. Fuck the I police. Want to sometimes, 
Well, because there's times, too, where they, uh, like, they shut down our road, but never told us anything. So, like, we, we were just driving down the road, not knowing that it was closed, because we we're in the middle. And then, like, we just get to the end, and, like, people are just yelling at us, and we're like, like, what the fuck are you, like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, you just shut down my road, apparently. I or live the here. Day they, uh, added, they, like, increased the size of, like, the drain for the rainwater right in front of our house, and they literally pulled a backhoe into our driveway. It was inches away from our house as they're just <laughs> digging stuff up. I'm like, I don't think you're allowed to just pull into people's driveways and risk, like, put their houses at danger like this. But or, they did. We'll give them some notice. Yeah. Now, granted, uh, like, our place is owned by someone else, so maybe they got notice and we didn't. So I don't know if that's the case, but still... We had no idea what was happening, and I just got up, and there's there's basically a guy looking in the window because he's sitting in the backhoe, and he's, like, at eye level with me in our house. You're both like, fully nude. What the hell's nude. going on? Yeah. He was wearing... <laughs> no, he had the reflective vest on. Right. He right. was he was safe about it. But he was also, I wasn't. He was fully erect. Yeah. The whole time. Well, <laughs> construction gets him going. It's very exciting. I love digging. <laughs> I love mud. Just a real freak. <laughs> Don't kink shame him. I, I am going to kink shame him. <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird one. This hypothetical d- digging man. Yeah, this person you completely made up. <laughs> You're trying to guilt me for attacking him. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of attacking, I should. Uh, I, uh, we teased this, or I teased this on the Twitter account, so... I don't know how many people saw it or not, but... But please go look. Yeah. Uh, Yes, definitely if you're listening to this, go to the RT Talk Twitter page and just look at the photos, uh, just so you have a reference for what I'm talking about. On a... Um, What's today's date? The 18th? 15th. September 15th. Look for that on Twitter. Yeah. Um, So, just for for reference, uh, my my family get-togethers typically result in me fighting children um not like against their will or anything no like i don't just start swinging it's a problem yeah yeah i'm a monster I, i'm but the person doug was talking about in the backhoe was me i wear reflective <laughs> vests i like beating kids and digging gets me going <laughs> but uh, uh but no it's the kid it's just been a thing since they were really little that they would always just like all would be attacking me at the same time and basically, it would always just result in basically, like, one of them would come running at me and would try to, like, grab me. And then I would grab them, pick them up, and, like, essentially lay them on the floor <laughs> or, like, would be, like, a foot away from the couch. And I'd throw them onto the couch and just, like, fun, you know, horsing around, basically, as, as people say, as old people say. Just joshing. Yeah, just we're just joshing around, having a good time. No, jagging. Well, I think we can counter. Do we encounter both? Then it's completely inside <laughs> inside baseball reference for us. <laughs> it's uh, there was an uh, inside joke from Doug and I working a, a maintenance job we both sucked at uh, back in the day. Dude, I never. <laughs> I was great. You slept on the roof. What are you talking about? I never showed up. I never went to work. You never went to work. You slept on the roof. You smashed my arm with a forklift. I you smashed, smashed it. it all. You smashed out a whole light fixture the, when the glass came running, raining down on you. <laughs> I also smashed. You almost your, killed cord. <laughs> I smashed your finger in a in a water or what's it called? Pressure washer. Yeah, pressure washer. That was bad. That really hurt. Yeah, you weren't happy about that one. Well, I mean, it wasn't really your that one wasn't really your fault because 
it just was stuck and I went to readjust and then whenever I was readjusting, you gave it a good push and it became unstuck. So it flew <laughs> across the back seat of the van we had and smashed my hand that I was trying to like put in a different position and really gouged my finger. It didn't stop bleeding for a long time. That one that one hurt and I couldn't really use my hand well for a while. <laughs> it's I had to like figure how not to use my I forget what it was like my index finger or something. It was one of the ones you use every day. You know, yeah, one of the popular ones. It wasn't I don't know which one is the least popular, but I feel like your ring finger is only there, you know, like if you hurt that, like you're not grabbing things with it really. Yeah, basically what he's saying is if you ever hurt your ring finger, just lop it off because <laughs> there's no real advantage to having it regardless. See it's just gonna later. hurt anyway. Yeah, yeah. So that was a, that was a fun job. We can get into into. I don't want to say it. the company doesn't exist anymore, but I don't want to talk about the name of it or anything for the people involved. But we, we can talk about that. But I just want to finish my my abuse yes, story. Yes, absolutely. Because um, you have to see these fucking pictures. <laughs> so, so it's a common thing. They always come at me. Uh, like I said, it's usually me like picking up. I like set them down or like especially when they're real little. It's, it's like there's a lot of tickling and stuff because kids love that. And they would always team up on me and come up with plans and everything. Uh, but over the years, uh, as time and as this happens, they get older, they get bigger. So uh, now they're like 13, 10, and 7, I think, is how old they are. Uh, for like the main three that always come at me. And they've gotten more serious and in their attacks. And this time during our, our Labor Day the family picnic, uh, they came out with bats. <laughs> and um, they came out. Now, again... The 13-year-old is mostly, like, past this. She doesn't really care anymore. She gets involved sometimes, but for the most part, she's just on her phone. She's she's not, like, that much of a kid anymore, so it's like she's not into just fighting a, an adult. <laughs> and so a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old that come at you with, I should say it's a wiffle ball bat. It wasn't, like, an aluminum, like, a softball bat or anything, but... I like to believe it was one of those wooden bats. No, it was not like my grandmother coming at me for not eating my green beans or something, but... Uh, it was just, it was a, a wiffle ball bat, but it was one of those big ones. It was like, there's, cause there's like the yellow ones that are thin, like a normal, like a baseball bat. But then there's the, the real fat ones that look like a leg, Poor like connection. <laughs> they're as wide as your thigh basically. <sighs> and, uh, I was, they came out with that, but since they're just kids, they obviously, you know, they can't really, they don't have good grip. So they hit me with it and I was like, okay, that's not going to fly. So I just took it from them because again, they're children. I'm, <laughs> I'm a, a man. I'm an adult man. So uh, I took that from them. And then what I was doing was they were running at me and they were still trying to attack me. And then I was like touching them with the bat. I wasn't like swinging it. I was just trying to like, I'd like touch their leg, like, like basically like sword fighting in a way, but I was just like, just touching them with it. Like just touch your leg, touch your, yeah. yeah. And then they were trying to like block it and stuff like that. And that went on for a while. And then things got more intense where they went back and they got more bats. So they got a short, a real short bat that was like the size of like, a two liter can. Like that's how tall it was. It was this real stubby. I don't know who that's for. Who is it real- has all these bats at their house? Yeah, apparently my mom. I don't know what she's doing when I'm not there anymore. Oh. Apparently she's holding wiffle ball tournaments constantly. She's a bat but, club. Yeah. But so they came back with that one and then the, tr- like a standard yellow, like real thin bat. And they came out with those. So then basically again, that evolved, like that was basically sword fighting. So I'm like, I'm still touching with it as they're trying to hit me with like those ones. But then since again, they're not little kids or I mean, one seven, but the like 
when you're when you're not like succeeding at something, especially as a kid, they start getting like more aggressive and more like frustrated that they like they're not like hitting me basically. So then they started getting more <laughs> aggressive, and they started swinging as hard as they possibly could. To which I had to say, if you're going to swing as hard as you can, we can't do this because <laughs> like this, I'm not just going to sit here and let you hit. It's, it's you're still ten, uh, yeah, you're ten, but you swinging a bat as hard as you can is doing damage. Like it hurts. <laughs> I don't like. I'm not. We're not here to like fight to the death like a Van Damme movie. You, yeah, so I, mean, I was like, if you would have spun kick one of your <laughs> little ones into oblivion, I wish I'd have been there. <laughs> He would have flew back and knocked the bark off the tree. But so they were doing that. And I was like, and they kept doing it. Now they're, uh, they're both my, my cousin's kids. So these are cousins that like I've grown up with and was like with all the time. So like, I wouldn't say like we're close, like we hang out all the time and you know, we know everything about each other, but we've grew up together. So it's like, there's that, there's like a bond there. And my one cousin is very like old school. And I was just like, look, if you hit me as hard as you can, I have to then hit you harder. Like, not like harder, like harder than you hit me. Mean harder than what I'm doing right now. Because right now, like I said, I was just touching them. And they kept doing it. And the one that's 10 loves to do sucker punches. So I was, um, I guess he talked to his sister and they made a plan. So she came over and was like talking to me. And when, when she did, he came over and swung as hard as he could and hit me across the back. And I was like, you know what this means? I was like, that means I have to hit, swing harder. He's why didn't hit you as hard as I could? I go, I have to hit harder. It's like you know, you knew the rules. <laughs> You're being so the, shit. Yeah. So the next time that he came, well, because he was also gloating, saying that I couldn't hit him anyway. So he was just gonna because he's too fast. So he was gonna hit me real hard and then he was going to get away. And I was like, I don't know how you think you're going to get away when you're a foot away from me, but let's give that a try. Right. So he came over and swung real hard and then he missed. And then I was like, all right, tap. And I just like tapped him on the back and he like dropped the bat and was just like, ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so I actually like, I actually put a little bit of like tapping force in it. And my aunt said something like, uh, she's like, oh, it's like, oh, he, I think he hit him a little harder than he should have. And my cousin was just like, they knew the rules. <laughs> like she's fucking cold blooded. Cause it was ba- like I said, that like, because it wasn't as matter of just saying we're not doing this anymore. Cause what they'll do is as soon as I'm going to do something else, they'll come running up and they will crack me like in the legs or in the back or something like that. That's like what they do. Mad Max Labor Day party. So I was just trying to get them to like, yeah, that's, that's. I had shoulder pads on. <laughs> we lost all dome. the water. Yeah. Yeah. Three people died. But, uh, so, the, so that continued on where they like, they kept swinging at me really hard. I only did that. I only like gave him that one tap, I think one time. And then he was like, he learned that, yeah, it's like, I am an adult. Like I'm not actually hurt or hurt you or messing around. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to like take your legs out when I swing this thing. <laughs> So then he went back to doing that, but then he started swinging harder again. I was like, all right, was this getting out of hand. But then the 13-year-old came in who – she's older. She plays softball, and she came in and started power swinging the bat into my legs and stuff. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like, first of all, you're older, so now I got I to, gotta, like, handle this because she was swinging for the fences. Right. And she was hitting me in the legs, and she – like, I had a block with my arms and everything, which she's, is – you see gonna, the pictures. You'll see – what? She's going to freaking take your kneecaps out with a wiffle ball bat. Well, if you see the pictures, that's why the bruises are so big is because it was that big fat bat. So the the surface area that it was hitting was a big area. So that's why they are so big is because that was just the impact zone. 
So then again, I had to, I had to like do the same thing. I had to like disable her. So like, I just did like that rope, like there's a way you can just like, kind of like with a whiffle wall bat, it's plastic. So you just like, kind of like a tap, like I like did it like a, a couple of those, like on her like leg, like her arm. And she's like, I'm done. And she's like through the bat. I was like, I was like, all right. I was like, we need to be done with this game. Cause then like the, the little one was like real mad for some reason. And he started like just throwing it at my head when I wasn't looking. So I just took it out of his hands. I go, okay, this is over. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Wait, I'm just taking all the bats and I'm putting them somewhere that no one can touch them. I was like, cause this is just getting crazy. So, and uh, it, I, I assume that no one was watching the, like everyone every, was, my mom joined in. My mom it? was hitting me with a bat at one point. <laughs> she came, she introduced the yellow bat. The one I was talking about, the real thin one. Yeah. She came out to start hitting me. So I started hitting her and my mom and I were fighting this way too. We sound like the most insane, like we're all, we have no teeth. We have, we're all wearing white beaters. <laughs> like we're all drunk fighting each other with bats. I it like sounds it. like the most insane shit. No more Mad Max dystopian shoulder pads and masks kind of vibe. Well, to further go along with that theme, we did tie my little cousin to the front of a car and drive around the, the neighborhood. So no, no, you fucking didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, that's child services would be showing up. We did that. I just, that's the scene I remember from the new one. It was him tied to the front of it yeah. where he's just like yelling. No, that didn't happen. Uh, but no. So like all my bruises and stuff came from when the older one jumped in was power swinging. I think I have like one or two from the, the little ones. Cause that's like, it basically all happened at the same time where they got crazy and then she jumped in and she got crazy and then I'd end it. But she was the boss. She was the boss fight. Yeah. But even still, like I said, like I, I my goal was not to sit there and beat children with a bat. <laughs> like, that's not what I was trying to do. Cause as an adult, that would have been over in nine and a half seconds. And we did this for like an hour and a half. Like this one for so long where we're basically sword fighting, but with a plastic bat. So, you know, no one's actually getting injured. And then they just started, they amped up at the same time that she jumped in and it all got crazy at once. I was like, all right, this has to end. And that's where my gross bruises came from, <laughs> which in the pictures that are on Twitter, there's only two that are in there, but there's several other small ones that were on my body that were equally as gross as that, that like purplish one. But they're just I, like at a certain point, I'm just posting different small bruises that all look kind of the same. Yeah. But yeah, it got kind of insane. And I was just trying to play with them and have like a sword fight sort of thing. Then they got really aggressive and angry and they started power swinging. And then, yeah, had to give them, I had to give them a quick tap on the arm or like the leg or like on the back or something like that. Just to, to show like, I can't just sit here and let you beat me to death with plastic <laughs> bats. I have to do something to stop you. They're like a herd of, like a herd of cats. They're going to kill you and then just eat your face. Yeah, they'll eat my lips. And I didn't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want that to happen. What the fuck? <laughs> I think it's a real story. I think there was a lady that died, and when the cops really ate like her her nose and her lips or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's why I always say the cats eat, they're gonna eat your face. Yeah, yeah. I think it was that's what they went after for some reason. But yeah, I was involved in a crazy Labor Day exchange. Like I said, every other time before this, it's been they'll come at me or they want me to chase them or whatever. But I'm also I'm not really into chasing as an adult. So it's, it's more so that like they come at me and it's, there's tickling involved. And like, like I said, like I'll pick them up and I'll just like lay them down on the ground or whatever, or whatever it is. But this one, for whatever reason, they weapons were introduced. We were having a good time with the weapons <laughs> and then things went crazy off the rails. And I took all of the, the, I took the brunt of everything. Like I have all the bruises. No one else was hurt. I had, I had this big swollen lump on my leg. 
Whatever happened to the days of just playing basketball in the driveway? They did that too. They got it. They have it all. I didn't. <laughs> I did my my legs beat up by a thirteen year old with a bat, and uh, yeah, it was a it was an interesting time. Like I said, my mom ran out at one point. She started attacking me with it, and this happened like three feet from the rest of my family. And no, some people were against it. Other people were for it. Like, were, no one was paying attention. Just like Mike's getting the shit kicked out of him. Ah. No, it was like the show. Everyone was making comments and stuff like that. It was like, apparently we just, it did turn into like a Thunderdome or like a gladiator sort of thing where we were just, like I said, essentially sword fighting where it's just like they're swinging. I'm trying to like deflect it with mine. And then like they would swing and after their swing, I'd like tap them on the leg or whatever. And then they'd swing back and I'd like tap them on the arm. It's like, ha, 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 ha. Like at first when I mean the, the older one, we're fighting. I was, I kept saying we were musketeers. I had my arm behind my back <laughs> and I was just trying to do like musketeer moves. And then she went, I see a slow pitch coming in. And she <laughs> swung on, on like the outside, like an outside leg kick. But <laughs> Well, where was Renee? Why wasn't Renee defending you? Uh, she kept telling me to stop. <laughs> She's like, she wanted to stop. And then, um, actually she was telling me to stop to, to, to get dessert cause dessert was served, but I was like moving all around and stuff like that. I was like, I'm not like, I'm not in, in the mood for a, like a brownie right now. I'm just like, I've just I'm been running around in the heat and always in the mood for a fucking brownie. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure I would have thrown up if I, if I did from bouncing all around in the side yard, but yeah, I got Things got wild, and my legs uh, took the brunt. That's why I said it looks like I was like in an MMA fight, and I just got leg kicked a lot with all the bruises I had on my legs. And then I was for a while, I was telling people I wrecked my motorcycle. <laughs> I mean, like I told, it it kind of looks like it. Well, I told um because I was like stretching, and the ones on the like my underarm that's like on my the I guess the inside part of my elbow, uh, I was. I was stretching when I was at work and our desks at work, like some of them face each other. So the person that like I'm facing, he's, he made some kind of comment about it. I was like, Oh, I was like, I got bruises all over. And I showed him a picture of my leg. He's like, Oh, he's like, what'd you do? I was like, I laid down my motorcycle uh, over Labor Day weekend. <laughs> he was all oh, really. I was like, yeah, he was, how's the bike? I go, I actually don't have a bike. A bunch of kids hit me with wiffle ball bats, but I thought the <laughs> motorcycle story was a lot cooler than a bunch of kids beat me up with bats. And he thought I actually did lay down my motorcycle. And the part I was joking about was the kids hitting me with bats. I mean, but then the more I was talking, the more it sunk in that I was serious about the bats and I don't have a motorcycle. And he started <laughs> laughing a lot. I was like, yeah, no, it's real. They hit me with a lot of bats. And yeah, I still got the bruises for a week and change later. It's gross. It's gross. None of them really like, uh, like the, the one, the big one on my leg, the big purple one. That's the one that's like gotten the way the most because that's the one that's like sore and I keep the dogs stretch and push their legs into it and stuff or <laughs> whatever. You, you beat them with wiffle ball bats. Yeah, I brought the yeah, I brought the bats home <laughs> and I want to teach them a lesson. You're smaller than me. That's yeah. Have you have you always bruised that easily? I love how you say easily <laughs> when I just told you a like thirty five minute long story about kids hitting me as hard as they can with bats. I feel like I wouldn't have bruised that bad. If I maybe we I can would test it. I don't want to test it. So Thanksgiving's coming up. You can you can come over, I'll bring I'll bring the bats from my mom's house. We'll let my cousins wail on your legs several times. Is it bring your own bat? Is that the rules? If you want to. 
I mean, I, I, as we learned, there are no rules. There's, it's, uh, it's a free society where you can just murder people if you, <laughs> if you please. So, oh god, no, because no, it's the biggest ones that the worst ones I have are all in the same spot because that's it's where she hit like four times in a row on the same spot. So that, that's why my one leg looks terrible, and then everywhere else it's just these little things because that's where that's where it took the damage. So everywhere else, that's why this one's just like a standard like it's like great. Well, it looks a little more like brown on the screen but well yeah you're 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 a blur i can't see your arm i'm a blur on my end it's poor connection like i can see you're moving around but i can't see you oh. at all oh i, I could just walk away yeah, just no. take the microphone with me i could i could see that you're sitting there moving well you don't need to see me i'll just go lay down somewhere can you see me? the microphone to me yeah i see you fine oh yeah there was, a, there was one moment where it kind of like I could hear you, but the video kind of stopped, but then it just came back, and it's been fine ever since. Okay. Yeah. But that was my Labor Day. Was uh, enjoying the food, hanging out, playfully, you know, uh, horsing around with kids. I don't think it was playfully at all. I think they were out to hurt you. No. Well, no. It was playfully <laughs> horsing around with kids, and then weapons were introduced, and then it became Streets of Rage. <laughs> and... They were beating me with chains and just random plumbing tools they found. Whatever's in the little shed next attached to the garage where the lawnmower used to be or is. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a fun time. Real Sound, big time. Sounds terrible. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen again. We'll probably hide the wiffle bats from here on because uh, it turns out kids don't know restraint very well. <laughs> oh, I mean, definitely not. I remember being so, such a fucking dickhead. Put oh, a, I know. Put a weapon in someone's hand. You're like, I'm going to just destroy this person. As a child, you were a weapon. <laughs> As a dickhead. You, were, you had no hair, and that hair was replaced by rage. <laughs> and you played every sport, so you were like, in fourth grade, just jacked. Just swole. And you're just... I remember we, we you and I played football together. I, I never played. I played like the last two minutes of every single game. And then uh, you were out there, and I remember you like concussed a quarterback because you hit him so hard and you're like five foot two <laughs> just tearing it up just killing other kids i wanted to hurt people i was i was content with that i was content with making sure people got hurt as a fourth grader or a sixth grader i mean that's probably the wrong thing to have the mindset of as like a 12 year old but i wanted to hurt people well you did <laughs> you hit me so hard our helmets got stuck together <laughs> remember that yeah Whenever I had to like, uh, I was like for some reason because you were like a linebacker when I remember, and I was like, for, I didn't play offensive line, but for some reason I was like the stand-in offensive line body, and they're like, all right, so in this play you're gonna block Doug. I was like, that fuck I am. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know who you think I am, because I knew at that time you were way stronger than me, and then I, I just went and I just tried to like get in your way. And you just slammed into me so hard, and our helmets got stuck together. <laughs> and then they had to like, it was almost like they were untangling headphones. They're like, "Oh, let me pull it this way. They'll move this." And it's like the face mask were, in, like, ensnarled with each other. Yeah, yeah, that happened pretty frequently. I remember in football. I don't remember that happening. I remember getting blown apart by several different, uh, like 
veteran athletes by sixth grade. <laughs> like the kids who had already played somehow like four years of football by sixth grade. They had sponsors. They had, yeah. <laughs> they had shoe deals and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I just get blown apart by them. And then I just try to hold my own and then just practice all the time. And then the game would come up and I'd play the last two minutes. And I had like, I think on the season, the entire season, I think I had two tackles, something like that. That was it. It was on defense. That's all you need. A little bit of victory. The second one, I got taken down. His helmet hit me right in the face mask, and I went backwards, and I just held onto him and pulled him down. Still but I went down. That's still a tackle. He trucked me as a, a sixth grader. <laughs> hit messed stick. up. Hit fucking hit stick, baby. Now, so I remember there was the one kid in our class that he was, like, the best lineman we had on defense. There's a couple times I got matched up to him and he would just blow me apart. <laughs> just like a like I was made of straw, like a dummy. He just would throw me out of the way and I would just like limply just slide across the dirt <laughs> as he would run in and kill our quarterback. Go. And then the coach the coach would yell at me, like, what the fuck are you doing? As my arms aren't even facing the right way anymore. <laughs> my thumbs are pointed down just permanently because my hands are all broken. <laughs> I was a mess. Just Looking like a thing of putty, you're like I'm broken. All my bones are shattered. It was bad. I only remember. I only have like two moments. I remember feeling cool during the entire football season. One was we had this uh, we had this shithead kid that was in our grade at the time, but he moved away like later on, and he was on the football team. And I remember that they were they taught us like for um, on punt block. The way you're supposed to block is that you're like whenever the ball is hiked, you're supposed to like get like, you know, out of your stance, shoot up and like with both your palms, hit him in like the, the shoulder pads yeah. like on their like kind of like just below the collarbone, basically in the chest in that area. And you're supposed to hit them real hard and then you're supposed to take like a small step backwards and you hit them again yeah. and you keep doing that to kind of like just keep deflecting them basically. So I was like, okay, I was like, I guess what I'm supposed to do. So that's what I did, and this kid that was again shithead uh, was on the on like the kick return team, and he was on the line. So he came through and did that. So that's what I was doing. I was like, bam, step back, bam, step back, bam. I just did that what I was told to do, and that made him really mad. And he tried to fight me, and we're all, you know we're wearing pads and stuff. And I was like, I especially at that time, I got no interest in fights. Like, I'm not gonna fight. Like, what the hell are you even talking about? I did what I was supposed to do. Right. And so he, what he was trying to do was like make me I, I he was trying to, he was like grabbing me by like my shoulder pads and like my helmet and stuff and was trying to throw me to the ground and every, every time he tried to do it he just didn't succeed i just kept like i he would just like take like a stumble step like one way and then he pushed me again and this was well after the play was over and he just kept doing it and i just wasn't doing anything but he could not take me down which was making him even more angry that he couldn't get the satisfaction of just throwing me so he just kept doing it and i just kept not falling and then eventually the coaches were like eh. All right, all right, just stop. Just like, like it just had gone on for so long of him trying to knock me down, and it wasn't working that it was just really embarrassing for him because I wasn't even doing anything. Like I wasn't fighting back; I just wasn't letting him throw me, and it just looked was a really bad. It made him look even dumber than he already was for getting mad at me doing what I was supposed to do. Well, that doesn't say why didn't the coaches be like, "Hey, stop it." I don't think it went on for like three minutes after the play. It was happening during the play. And then I think it went on for a little while after. Like, it wasn't that long after the play was over that they were like, 
uh, like, alright, I think they were watching everything else, and then off to the side, there was this one kid trying to fight another kid, and it, it was not succeeding. And then, yeah, my only other cool moment I remember was during a tackling drill, was I went I faced off against someone, and the first time I, like, I got, like, a good hit on them, because in the tackle drill, like, everyone lines the little space that you're supposed to be doing the tackling drill in. I remember I got a good hit, so, like, everyone's cheering, and you're like, oh, that felt good. Like, <laughs> I feel cool, finally, after being not noticed my entire life. Oh, the ang- like, angle tackling? Uh, no, it was just, like, when they set the pads up, like, in a straight line. Oh, okay. And then they would, like, everyone would line those pads, like, the, I don't know, they almost look like giant curbs, almost, but they are made of foam. And then, like, they would throw the ball up as, like, a punt or something, so they had to, like, catch the ball. Yeah. And they had to try to run through, and then you had to try to tackle them. And I just remember lighting someone up on the first one, and then, uh, and everyone, like, was like, oh, like, freaked out. I was like, I feel tough now. I was like, I was feeling, like, real juiced up again, just like when I was running down the road in Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> 20 uh, years later. Yeah. It's, I was reliving it. I saw the green uniform. I was, I was back. But, uh, and then we did, we ran it again, and on the second one, I guess I got in his head with the first hit, because when the ball came in, it hit him, and he just, like, immediately looked at me, and he just dropped it. So, like, he was, like, he heard the footsteps, as they say, and he dropped it. And when he when he dropped it, I ran at it. And it was a move that I always did, like, when we played backyard football, where when the ball was laying there, someone's diving for it. And I basically would dive at them to basically hit them so that they would slide, like, further away. And then, like, the ball would be underneath of me. And I did that, and I got the ball, and everyone was like, oh, shit. And it's, like, the person who said, I was the person who said nothing, like, the entire practice. I did nothing all season. And then I had, like, this one, these two cool moments uh, in in and playing football that I was like, that's the only moments I ever felt cool the entire season. Because for contrast, just so this doesn't turn into me just like trying to sound like a badass when I was in sixth grade. (laughs) On the flip side of this, I also would run to the point where I couldn't breathe, which was not very much. And I would be crying because (laughs) I couldn't breathe. And I also had to wear these stupid uh, forearm guards. I do remember that. that. I was thinking about your bruising. I was like, Mike used to wear those forearm pads. I did because I was on the line. Every time you go to hit someone, you always hit face masks, masks or like elbows and or like you hit like the wrist bone like real hard. So like my arms, my arms looked worse then than they do now with these these child, these child bruises. But yeah, my my forearms be covered in bruises. So I had to wear these stupid. It looked like a sleep mask that someone taped to my <laughs> forearms, and that's what I was. I had to wear just to protect myself. People probably thought your mom just crushed you with like a pipe. That's I thought I got out of line a lot and she was <laughs> adjusting me, but yeah, so for that's what like this was like that was my only the only two cool things I did for like I don't even know six months after like we were we had practice and stuff like during the summer like the training and stuff I don't know how long it went on for but whatever, however long it was those was, those my only two cool moments everything else was me wheezing and not being able to do it <laughs> me trying to skip practice to watch Dragon Ball Z and. uh <laughs> And getting bruised and tossed around like I didn't matter. <laughs> so I was not a tough kid, and uh, it showed. I, I've made that known uh, throughout. I also had I had uh, frosted highlights during this whole time too, so it was really not a good look. We, I mean, we all had those. We were all really cool. Yeah, so it's, it's a good time. I was wearing my button-up like terrible shirts. So the same, probably the same time when I was wearing those jeans that we brought up the last time. <laughs> They went up halfway up my leg. They were the best jeans ever. Yeah. It's fun times. I'm going to have your mom make, like, I'm going to buy you a pair of jeans in your size, but have your mom hem them, like, three inches up. So when you, (laughs) like, they don't even touch your shoes when you're walking. 
I like how you think that's easier than just buying the size that would do that. All we need is one that has a length that's not long enough for my legs. Because that's why, that's why they did that in the first place. And they can't stretch, because if they stretch, then that's it'll, it'll, it'll be like it will be a no-go. That was part of the problem, was that they were uh, the non-stretchy jeans, they which I don't even know if they existed yet. Stiff as a board. Yeah. Good times. Love it. Yeah. That was my entire football career. That's everything I did in football. I just summed up. It's just sixth grade, getting the shit kicked out of me, feeling cool twice, and it barely did anything. But, I mean, that is it's kind of the story of my life. <laughs> it's it's a lot of uh, a lot of downs and some ups, and then more downs and then some ups. <laughs> yeah, but look at look like you didn't ruin your body like everyone else that kept playing football or anything that. You know, in our 30s, they're like, yeah, my knees are blown out. Like, I, you know, I never made it into college or anything, but high school football ruined them. That's true, but then I just blew up my knee at a trampoline park at the age of, like, 27. <laughs> so, I don't know that I've I've really, like, came out great on the other side. At least they have a cool story. I played football for so long. You know, I blew a, a receiver came in and took my legs out during a block or something, and... Yeah, it says them in the same sense. Like, oh, how'd you get your injury? Well, I was frolicking. I was on running the tram- across the trampolines, <laughs> and you know how they have those foam things that protect you from the springs? My foot caught one, <laughs> and I went flying through the air and I landed on it. <laughs> and you know, there's you know, trampolines are soft, but I don't know. I did something to it. <laughs> was this recently? No, this was uh, I was 27, I think. <laughs> And it still hasn't really healed right. So, <laughs> oh yeah, it was, that was something. Let me tell you, the dangers of trampoline, the cool history. Oh, we played, we had some, some, like, some brutal days on the mile trampoline. Yes. We always, we made up a game that had no way of winning. No. And again, it was only violence. And this was in, like, an all-ages, uh, all-gender game. <laughs> Like, there was no, like, restrictions for entering because there was girls that played, we played, there was, like, younger people that played, but we came up with a game because we had a, our trampoline was underneath a tree that was kind of off to the side, and there was this big branch that, it's still there, this this whole setup's there other than the trampoline, but there's a big branch that went over top of it, and my, my mom or my dad or, I don't know, we had, a, like, a nylon rope that was real strong that they put up there and, like, tied it, so on the trampoline you could grab it and you could swing like, you know, back and forth, basically, or you could kick off the tree even and, like, land on the trampoline. Yeah. But the what came out of that more than anything was a game of King of the Hill. And the way you won – or no, you can't win King of the Hill. But the way you played King of the Hill – The way you didn't get hurt the most. Well, no, this was the way to get hurt the most is everyone would be on their knees and because the rope actually hung pretty low. And it, you know – even when we're at this point, we're like 13 years old or something like that. So we're all kind of like we're tallish. We're not like eight year olds. Where I was never tall. Yeah, but it, when you were younger, you were less tall. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we weren't all like super small. So to have like five or six people on a trampoline or like 13 year olds took up a lot of room. So we decided the best way to do is to be on our knees, and that way we can't move as fast or anything. And you know, we're not just like one step and we're in someone's face. Like there's a little more work that goes into it. But the only way you would like you compete in this game was someone had to be holding onto the rope, and when you're holding onto the rope, you were the king of the hill. And the objective 
for everyone else there, if there was two people, if it was 11 people, was to get you to not be holding onto the rope so that they can hold onto the rope. And the brutality that came out of that game, having no one keeping score with no way to keep score, it was a game purely... We played it, I don't even know how many times. We lot. played it so much. Any, and Anytime all of us got together. It's what we played. And there was, like, I don't... Weirdly enough, I don't remember anyone ever really getting hurt. Uh, there was some extracurricular activity that happened once where someone got hurt, but it wasn't, like, related to the, the rules of the game. But people were just getting blown off the rope. like <laughs> Just lit up. Just, oh, my God. It was so... They'd be like, you'd be holding on. Like, you'd be laying on your stomach with two people on your legs, so you're just, like, a J-shape, basically, <laughs> but you're still holding on to the rope above your head and just screaming because you don't want to let go. But everyone else is trying to pull you off of it and just stretch you out. I, it looked like tortures were happening. And I wanted, like, all of our friends were pretty big guys. Like, none of us, besides, I feel like I, I am the smallest, but, like, everyone else was at least five, probably five, ten to six foot. Everyone else was tall. But again, you were still in sport mode, so you were playing. I don't think you played all the sports. Well, maybe you did for a couple of those, because the trampoline didn't only last a couple of years after uh, we got it, or not after we got, it, but after we got into that house. So at that point, you were st- probably still in sport mode. You were probably the most feared man on that <laughs> trampoline, despite being the shortest. And even several years afterwards, we'd be playing like backyard football, like four years after the trampoline died, and we're playing backyard. You're still like. Yeah, if just if you give it to Doug, he's gonna get like he'll he'll score a touchdown or whatever. Like he's gonna barrel through everybody. Like none of us have done anything. <laughs> just, we were playing like Halo. That's all we did, and Doug was being forced into playing baseball again or whatever it was. It was awful. So you you retained that uh, that fearsome strength you had for years afterward, and or while we were playing Halo, you were skateboarding and building up your legs so you're just <laughs> flying. <laughs> But, yeah, a, a game had no winners, and we played it endlessly, and we had fun every single time. Still don't know how no one got hurt. If we played it now, we'd be a mess. Oh, absolutely. It'd be real bad. Well, especially where, like, people would be getting choked out. Like, <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be a whole different game now. Some of our friends are dads, and you, I would love to see their kids getting choked out by their friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What a weird request. <laughs> All I want for my birthday this year. <laughs> See a couple of kids choke each other out. Is that no, too much to ask? The the dads. So you're saying you want our friends to face off with their kids in King of the Hill? No, I want us. Like I want to see the kids watch us do King of the Hill. I see what you're saying. So we we can show who's the dominant dad, which only two of our friends are dads. Well, I imagine... Uh, we could probably, I can imagine one of our friends with a with a kid would be on the trampoline fighting their kid. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I'm not gonna get too much into it because it's it's an inside sort of joke that no one's gonna understand. But I I definitely see that happening. But you know what's amazing I'm, is that branch that held the rope never snapped because we were always hanging on that thing. It's used now. That's the kids use it on the picnics on Labor Day. The, the same ones that were hitting me with bats get on top of the old uh, my mom's old picnic table bench that's the yeah. whole thing like fell apart so the only thing that's left is part of a bench that they use and they climb up on that bench and then they jump and they grab the rope and they swing around I know the rope so is still it, there oh yeah yeah it's still 
It's just it's a good ass rope. Wherever they got that is a solid rope. A rope we store. use that for so much, and it's just been hanging. It's been it took the weather of the last like two decades, and it's still just still up there. Just Jeff climbed it. It's our friend Jeff. Whenever uh, Memorial Day, whenever he came over, he climbed up to touch the branch, and then he fell all the way down because he couldn't climb back down. <laughs> but yeah, it still lasts. Good fucking rope. Kudos to Blue and Blue and White Rope Company. Yeah, whoever you whoever made that rope, well done, because it's seen some shit. A lot of child violence, but a lot of violence. Yeah, but it's seen some shit nonetheless. Yeah, but uh, do you want to? I mean, you want to talk about? Because uh, we started mentioning earlier about our old. Uh, uh, our old working days as a maintenance company or a maintenance group, I should say. We weren't the company. We were. We just knew the boss's son. That's why we worked there. That was it. Because we, I feel like I wasn't. I didn't really intend on talking about uh, our old work times, but being that we met, we got brought up earlier, and then we just kind of hinted at, it. and we hinted at it before too, because we talked about me having to clean up shit next to a dumpster, <laughs> but we never got into that story. But it's related. To, it's it is this this job. How well? How long do you want to go with this? Well, I just upped our uh, our like storage, so we can go for we could go for as long as we want. But I don't know. I figured we'd probably maybe stick around the same length as a normal episode of RT Talk. Well, how, what, so maybe like another what, like thirty minutes? I wasn't sure what time we even started. Oh, I'm just looking at my my file. Oh, so I'm just I'm guessing we're at, we're a little we're about an hour right now because I know there was a beginning part where we were just talking and sinking before we actually started but right 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 uh so i'm guessing it's like about an hour right now is there something else you wanted to, to talk about no i just um i just wanted to make sure because i wasn't sure what time wise what you wanted to do um yeah we're free now baby we're free we would take we'd have to upload like like three hour episodes <laughs> for us to fill up our storage now um I'm just trying to think what work stories. I feel like we've told a lot of them from back then. I don't know what other ones we didn't tell. I don't. I don't even know. Have we told a lot of them? I feel like we did. We have. We've at least talked about almost killing court. Did we? Yes, for sure. I remember that. We definitely did. No, uh, I know we definitely almost killed him. Yeah, but we definitely talked about that. Uh, we talked about that on our last day. They just like were like, all right, just clean this up. We didn't. We didn't do anything and left. We just bounced. Now maybe we have talked about. It. I don't, at this point, it's hard to remember, especially for the out in the grape section of our our podcast that we the way we've done it before. It's really hard to remember everything we've talked about and stuff that maybe that just got brought up in the midst of a regular episode too. Yeah, I feel. I don't know. I maybe feel, we have shared a lot of them. Maybe it's 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 a wasted effort to go through all of them. Um, Doug's just trying to forget those times. No, because they're amazing. Yeah. Anyway, I guess just the maybe we won't go through the war stories of it, but uh, the gist of it is that we both worked for a maintenance company. Uh, I was just out of school and was in, or yeah, I was just out of school and didn't know if I was going back or whatever, you know, what have you. So I just took the, a job because I needed to have a job. And then this is a place that Doug worked a bunch in between. Like I think it was breaks at school. I think is when yeah. you worked. I don't really remember. 
and uh, and then it, it the universe aligned, and Doug and I worked together, and uh, over the course of from I think it was like from May until November, uh, we did nothing but make that place lose value because we were not good employees. As I said, Doug slept on a roof. Uh, there was painted, a Doug painted things the wrong color. Didn't go got yelled at. Didn't, didn't come back for a week. <laughs> uh, I got swine flu. I was down for a while. <laughs> um, sent us to Cleveland. Showed up like five and a half hours late. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I completely forgot. But that was what a time that was. Uh, we drove like the the cherry. Cleveland picker. was an interesting time. <laughs> yeah, that's some legendary stories came out of that one. But those like, are Doug stories to tell. I so. feel like we told those stories. I don't know. I know we. It's hard to remember what we've told and what we've just talked about. Yeah. But. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't remember what we've talked about. I want to reiterate every like the same stories. Well, we're just, what we're gonna have to do is over the next week we're gonna have to go back and listen to all of our episodes so we know exactly what we've told, and what we haven't told. But <clears throat> yeah, maybe we did. I I I have like a vague memory of talking about the Cleveland trip. I know, I think I mentioned you sleeping on the roof. I remember talking about, I think I talked about the accident I got in and getting sued. Yes, you did. Pretty sure. So maybe we did talk about a lot of it and I just don't remember. If we have and people like remember that, then there's a lot of people who have just are upset they wasted five minutes listening to us try to remember (laughs) if, if we've talked about this or not. But, I don't know. The only other thing I figured, like, we'd we talk about but I like I was going to talk about was I actually since I beat Ghost of Tsushima like and for now I've kind of taken a pause on it and everything the only thing I did this past week is I actually finally saw some movies because uh, uh, Renee has Hulu which with like HBO on it so there's a bunch of like oh nice newer movies that are on there that I didn't see so I I watched the new Godzilla movie (laughs) uh just because I was like, this is just going to be like a CGI fest of things getting destroyed and like monsters fighting. I was like, sure, throw it on. Right. So I watched that one just to see what it was, what it was like. Um, her and I watched Detective Pikachu. I still never, on there. still never seen that. I wanted to watch it and have it. It's I growing up and we had a whole episode where we talked about Pokemon on here, like Sword and Shield and everything um, from when it first came out and all that. So it's like, I've, you know, Pokemon came out like right when I was at like the perfect age for it. I grew up playing it and, and like the games and everything. And it's like at this point, being as old as I am, it's almost like uh, it's almost like a guilty pleasure in a way. I mean, I mean, there's not much guilt associated with it, but it's like I mean, this is a kids' game. Most of them are, are like pretty straightforward and it's like easy and stuff like that. But it just it's still scratch like whatever childhood is left in my body. It's like it just is like we want to play Pokemon. So your knees are not the knees are gone. The knee, yeah, my childhood abandoned my knees, so my joints are subject to elderly Mike that hasn't appeared yet. <laughs> but he's taken over the knees, but my childhood heart is is still reaching for the Pokemon games. But I like it came out, and I was like, I don't know if I want to go to the theaters to see it, but it seems kind of interesting. And once like I, Ryan Reynolds was Pikachu, I was like, okay, like I like Ryan Reynolds, so I was like, that's I'm more interested in this now. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, it looks kind of weird. Like, the Pokemon look kind of creepy in it. I was like, I don't know. I was like, we'll see. But we started watching, and I was like, within, like, the first, like, couple scenes, I was like, I, was like, I think I'm going to like this. It's, like, kind of goofy and stuff. There's 
obviously there's like more like adult jokes hidden in there and and everything and there was a couple funny parts to it and i was like it's just like a fun you know if you grew up with it or if you're like a fan of, of pokemon you'll probably enjoy it but uh yeah it's i don't think it's like i don't know how it did the box office but it's like i don't know if it's uh like the giant success that like say something like the trolls movie or like a pixar movie would be but i think or it was just a it's a fun po- like pokemon the, movie. the pokemon the first movie one of the biggest movies it was huge you got the mew card I think it was for that one. Yeah. I gave, oh, yeah, that was that was the only one that makes sense. Yeah, I gave it to my nephew for Christmas last year. Yeah, because the second one was the one with uh, with Lugia and the, the legendary birds and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, it's it's a fun movie, especially, like, if you have, you have kids or whatever. That's I think they would enjoy it. But, yeah, just growing up with Pokemon, I was like, hey, that was, like, I... It was, I don't know, it was just a good time, so I, I liked it. I wasn't expecting, like, for the story to be, like, mind-blowing, like I'm watching, uh, in, like, Inception or anything, <laughs> where, like, it really makes you think. Like, it's pretty straightforward. It's like, you know, if you go in with, like, your expectations where they should be, it's a fun time. But the other movie, and I don't know if you've watched it or not, Probably the other not. one I watched uh, was Parasite. No, I didn't watch it yet. I have it queued up from my Hulu, like, to watch, but I just haven't done it yet. Okay, well, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to spoil it for the next 20 minutes. Perfect. So, no. Uh, no, it's the, it's a movie that I somehow... I don't... Do you know anything about it? I know it's subtitled. Yes, it's Korean. I know that... Um, uh, is it about... Uh, the work... Like a, I want to say maids. But I don't know if they're actually maids. Like the workers in some home and how they're treated like shit. Something like that. Uh, do you want me to answer? That's what I, that's what I thought the movie was about. So I would say yes and no. Okay. It's, it's a very, cause I avoided, I knew zero about it. Like I, or in terms of story, like I, I knew it was a Korean film and I knew that like it, I think it won like best picture or something like that. It won a it bunch won, of awards. Yeah. And everyone was talking about it for such a long time, but I somehow, I learned, I knew nothing about what it was about. I had no idea. I didn't even know if, I thought maybe it was like a monster movie. I thought, I thought, Parasite. I thought it was a spooky movie. So, and then whenever I was loading it up, the genre says comedy drama. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, I wasn't I expecting the comedy did angle. Not know. Oh, no. I didn't know that it was funny at all. Well, I would say like, it's definitely more of a drama than it is a comedy by a lot like the beginning parts of it kind of felt like a comedy but then it just kind of slipped into a, a drama that i didn't really see any parts or like i can't remember right now any parts that were like meant to be like comedic or like or at least not to me it wasn't i didn't it didn't like hit me in that way but uh it was a movie like we were watching since i didn't know what it was about we were watching it and like i think because it's a pretty long movie i think we were like an hour in and I could tell, like, like Renee wanted to see it, but then I think as it was going on, she kind of lost interest. So, like, when I was watching it, like, certain things were happening. I go, what is this movie about? <laughs> I was like, I'm still don't really know what the, like, what we're, What's going what on we're focusing on. What are we doing? And then, like, after, like, that first, or I should say after the first hour, because after, like, the certain point hits, you kind of realize, okay, that's what this, like, the last such and such amount of time was about. For, like, that, or for me, anyway. Right. That's how, it, like, it hit me. And... So, like, I was just watching it, and 
was kind of confused and I like sort of understood. And then it kind of just gets like, I'll, I'll say crazier, but not like aliens invade crazy. Like I'm not, I don't mean like crazy bad. It just, it right. gets crazier from where it starts and stuff. So, uh, I don't, I'm not going to say anything like story wise or, or try to like oversell it or undersell it or anything, but yeah, it's, it was one that, like after I finished, I was like, no, I was like, that was pretty good. I was like, I, I enjoyed that. Cause it's, it's a hard thing when there's a movie that gets hyped up so much because you're expecting it like almost like to change your life that it's so good. So, right. and people we respect really, really love that movie. So it's like, all right, I have to see it. So I, it's, it, it's hard with overhyped movies. So like I've, I was happy enough time went by, so, like, I just watched it with that, like, in the back of my head, but I wasn't really, like, it wasn't at, like, the peak, uh, like, hype for it, so I wasn't like, oh, this is gonna be great, or whatever, I was just like, people that like this, I wanna see what this is about, and so, like, afterwards, I was like, that was pretty good, I was like, I don't, I was like, I guess, I was like, I guess I understand why people really liked it, but then as more time went on, I was like, man, I did like that movie, though, I actually did, like, I did like it, and then, like, <laughs> when I see, like, the thumbnail for like. Yeah, it's like they did okay. Yeah, it's like I, I'm starting to understand. It's like I did really like it. It's like okay, <laughs> <laughs> I um, I did watch. I don't know what day it was, but I watched um, wish I was here. Zach Braff's like, uh, the movie. Oh yeah. Did you watch that? No, that made me no, cry. I, I was sitting here by myself, watched it, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> no, I uh, I think the only movie I've seen of his is Garden State, which he made. Like in two thousand three or something. Yeah, I like that movie as well. I'm, but you should definitely watch Wish I Was Here because like it's on Netflix. You can just, it's I think an hour and a half long. It's not super drug out. It's just like, and you see him like you when you listen to the podcast, you hear how he actually is. And in the movie, like he's swearing, he's a you know he's aggressive. You're like, okay, this is a different side of Zach Braff, like acting wise, I guess. Yeah, I planned on watching it like when that first, I, don't know, I guess it was announced or got like put up and stuff like that. I just never, because like for me too, it's like a lot of times I have like I'm in like video game mode or I'm in movie mode or like TV mode where it's like, like I want to find a show to get into and like this be like what I do for like this whole week is just right. like binge this or like if I'm in movie mode, it's like a lot of times I'll find a bunch of movies to watch. Which like like I just said, I watched those three different ones uh, on Saturday. I think it was. Um, so it's like I'll get into movie mode or like video game mode. Where it's like that's all I want to do is like play games or this or like whatever. So it's and then there's certain ones too. It's like I want to see this movie, but I'm not really in the mood to watch a movie like this. Yeah. So then I just wait till like I'm I'm in the mood to watch like that kind of movie. And then when I am, I'm like, let's do this. And I die like like watching those ones. I was like, I'm in a movie mood. I like these are all movies like that I know I'll probably like enjoy on some level. Like Godzilla was obviously my least favorite <laughs> just because. Well, they it's mean- just, I like what it is. The twenty four with twenty fourteen Godzilla with Brian Cranston. I think it was. Yeah. Like I, I went to the theater and I was like, this is awesome. It's this one kicks off a lot faster, but at the end like it just wasn't I don't know. I just like I, it it's at the end it was just a Godzilla movie that was Godzilla movie. Like I didn't really didn't do like, it. Like I I have no interest in seeing it again at all. Like Well when Godzilla or, fights King Kong. That's it. Which I don't even know if that is like, that's what I was wondering. I was like, they've been like building up to this for how many years now? I was like, if this movie didn't do well, I don't think that's ever going to come to fruition. Dude, I, would I don't love. think they're ever going to clash. Got to bring it. And yeah, they, and in this movie too, they mentioned skull Island like 11 times. So yeah, <laughs> like, they're obviously like wink, wink. Hey, hey, it's coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
And they show like a picture too. So it's like they're of calm training. Yeah. He had his he had hand wraps on and <laughs> sweatband. Was wearing Muay Thai shirt shorts. <laughs> kicking kicks. Kicking full blown redwood forest trees. <laughs> Just to pieces. <laughs> Doing that little hop thing they do. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Like, I wasn't, again, I went in, I went to it expecting, kind of like I said for, like, Detective Pikachu. It's like, you go in expecting, or having your expectations, like, where they should be, expecting, like, a kind of, you know, lighthearted kids movie sort of thing that it has Pokemon in it and Ryan Reynolds in it. It's like, you'll have a good time. So it's like, Godzilla, I wasn't expecting anything to be crazy about it. It's like, I, you know, it's like, I knew there's gonna be a bunch of monsters, a lot of CGI, things will get destroyed. Okay. Let's see what, let's see what this, this story goes. And I just kind of, you know, you just put your, like your brain on autopilot and then just watch destruction <laughs> yeah. for the most part. And this, it kicks off pretty quickly. And sometimes, it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Just give me a little giant lizard destroying a city or whatever he's yeah. doing. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of movies like that where it's just like, I'm not here for like, especially when you watch like an action movie, it's like, I'm not really here for a story that's going to like blow my mind or like a deep thinking. It's like, I just really want to see someone go crazy and throw like round kicks and <laughs> I want to see bad guys. I want to see Jean-Claude Van Damme spin kick everyone. Yeah. It's like, I just, that's all I want to see. Someone, you know, is definitely good fight. Someone who is definitely bad. There's no questions. There's no like nuance. I don't need to like, I don't want to have to like question whether or not this guy deserves it. No, he definitely deserves it. Kick him to death. Well, everyone, you're the hero. Everyone's talking about Cobra Kai, which I don't really have an interest in watching, but I keep, I keep seeing everyone's like, dude, this show's so good. I'm like, I don't really want to watch that, but if it's good, maybe I should. Yeah, it's, I kind of have like, I think my expectations would be about the same where it's like, okay, it's going to be like a, a martial arts movie, like over the top and, you know, it'll be probably like kick like a door in half and, you know, it's going to be like that level. So it's like, okay, it's something like that. The story, I don't, I was never like super into the karate kids. So like, I'm not even that familiar with the story of them. Like I know like the basic stuff, but some of the, like the more in-depth you know, references or whatever, I'm not going to get. Cause like I saw karate kid, you know, probably like in the nineties or whatever, but I have one time. I have no idea. Watched yeah. It it's once. like, I have no clue what, uh, like the in-depth story is, or even like certain people coming back. It's like, if they don't show me who that is. I'm probably not going to know. <laughs> right. So yeah, the... it's just, it's another one that I might, I might watch too. Um, Same as you. While I was in, uh, uh, visiting my friend in Baltimore, he told me to watch uh, Dave, the the. Oh yeah, and if you, cause like, if you like, I mean, I, I'm only on three episodes in, but I really, I'm like, that's what I'm gonna do when we're done. I'm gonna go watch Dave. I think it's really funny, but I'm trying to think of like, cause like I know Jeff Ramsey has talked about it, and he said you know well, that like, has the person I was talking, well I was talking about like the comedians and stuff coming to like our area. Yeah. I mentioned the one is on that show, the red haired guy. I don't know what he plays in that show. He's uh, like his good friend. Yeah, yeah. That's the person will be. That's the person I want to go see when he comes through, in a couple weeks. Is that the one where the car sold out? Uh, what? You said you're like yeah. We're gonna go. You told me last time you're like, yeah. We're going to two of these shows, but the car's full in one of them. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. One is uh, uh yeah. It's we're going with our. Our couple friend, so you have a, a maximum four per car, so that one's already because that's whenever I was going through to see who was going to be at that show or at that uh, at that drive-in, uh, I went through and I saw that Eliza Schlesinger that 
and I know Renee really likes her. And I was like, oh, and I, like ran in the other room. I was like, look, <laughs> like put my phone in her face. And then she immediately texted uh, her friend and they both were like, yeah, we're in. So within like a second of us deciding that we had to go, they, uh, she found some, like the, the other two, but it's going to be interesting. It's, I was looking it up. There's no rules about like cameras or anything. So I might see if I can get like a couple cool shots, uh, while there. Cause it is sort of like, you know, when the pandemic is over, whenever that is like, maybe, in, maybe never, it has to be at some point, but, uh, it's like when that eventually happens and things are back to normal, whenever that is. It's like, I think it's gonna be really cool to have like these photos of like, you know, like when we have kids and be like, oh yeah, this is when uh, coronavirus was happening. This is how we had to go to shows. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, this is our way back when story. Yeah. No, I think, I, yeah, I do think it's going to be interesting whenever we're old and there's all these photos of all this, you know, what we had to do to make things work. Well, that's why when we were on vacation, I took a picture because they had these big, uh, like, not really a banner. I mean, it was like six feet tall and it was just like made out of like PVC pipe with like a fabric in between that was printed on. But there were these signs for like the COVID-19, you know, uh, uh, responsibilities or like social distancing, wearing a mask if you're here or there. And they were like all over the beach. And there were like these little things that they had posted up. So I took a picture of one and I think it was my mom said something like, she's like, why would you take a picture of that? And I was like, right now it doesn't really make sense because these things are everywhere. But I think in like six years, and like, oh yeah, this is. Remember, we had to all the restrictions and stuff we had to do, and like once this is, it's hard to see how like that perspective now when we're in the middle of it. But I just think, in as time goes on, it's gonna be kind of cool to look back on. Well, it's also so hard to think about a year ago. <laughs> we were going to, like, I was playing shows. You were going to shows. Going to go just do normal things. Like, it's like, oh yeah, we used to just do do things all the time. Yeah, or just there being stuff like being able to go to the movies or uh like just knowing a tour of some sort was coming there would be music or you know uh an act of some kind was coming through it's just like that's not happening either even um like when i was watching dave i think it's a relatively i don't think the show is very old at all i don't think so but i was watching like like he's in a music studio and then like they're sharing drinks and stuff i'm like oh we don't do that anymore well, some people do. Some, well, yeah. Now, I just, I really, my, the theory I've had from the very beginning of this is that when this is over, I think people will go right back to normal. People, like, when this first started, people were saying there won't be, we are not going to shake hands anymore. You know, like, this, we'll never do this again, we'll never do that again. I don't, I think everything's going to go back to the same way it was. I think once people are, I mean, there's still going to be people that, I don't, I'm not saying every single human being on the planet is going to, because some people are going to be like, I'm not taking the risk, you know, after everything that happened, I'm just going to continue doing this and everything. But I just, in general, I mean, people are, I, I just, it's our nature. I don't think it's just going to go away because we weren't allowed to for this amount of time. Well, maybe we'll adopt more like, uh, Asian culture stuff. Like instead of shaking hands, we'll do some sort of bow or something. And it's like, all right, I don't think so. Like we, I, I know. Cause people are trying to shake my hand at work. I'm like, nope, nope, yeah. don't touch me. Yeah, that's what I, said. I know certain areas. It's this is not this is not like a blanket. This is definitely that's going to be everywhere. But I just think, especially for my life and everything, I just know. I think it would probably be like for the most part, you'll probably be shaking hands, and then it'll be like that occasional person that you'll come across. They'll be like, "No, nah, I don't do that after the pandemic." And I think it's more t- more people than not will be 
going back together. Because, like, you know, 9-11 just passed, and I always say, like, if people went back to normal after 9-11, I think they'll get back to normal after this. That's true. Very true. It, it was, everyone was, like, united, and everyone was scared and everything, but then it's just, it, as soon as, as quickly as things can change where we can't shake hands is how quickly they can change where we can. I'm okay it's with just, not shaking hands. Yeah. I think I'm bad at shaking hands, which is why I don't like doing it. <laughs> it's It's pretty straightforward. But I feel like I always miss. I like get too much fingers, or I, I don't know. Just collide thumbs. Try to get those thumbs to contact first, and then you close the hand. Well, get deep. I don't mind not shaking people's hands. Do well, when, since you are like insecure about handshaking, go for like the Spartan where you grab each other's forearm. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Just grab grab the, whoever your hand it is. Grab them by their forearm, and they'll grab your forearm. Brother, you put your other hand on their shoulder. I'll see you in Hades or whatever they say. I, think I don't you, know. They just do the who thing. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not a historian, Doug. You're not, but no. I know. I've said it a lot. I've lied about it a ton, but no, I'm not. <laughs> no, but I think I think we'll we'll get back to normal eventually, whenever that is. But I mean, again, there's a lot of stuff that people just do. They are, but I mean. It's the point now where, like, I'm actually seeing people who just, like, even at work, who just don't even bring a mask with them anymore. Like, they're just like, ah, fuck they're it. just over it. Yeah. As I just think of most people, even the people who aren't, like, super anti-mask or, like, an- like they don't believe in the coronavirus. I think people are just, there's a lot of people who are just tired of it and they just don't do it anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, more people are breaking down. I know that for sure. They're like, yeah, I, I just don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm like, that's not really our choice. I guess it is your choice, but it's it's not. Yeah, I mean that's why everyone has their own like opinions and feelings on that thing. But I could all I can say is for our area, it's a lot of uh, of loose following the guidelines. I mean, from the get go, places like businesses nearby that have a sign that says you cannot enter without a mask. I would go in, and every employee is not wearing a mask as they're doing all their jobs, <laughs> and people would come in with it around their neck. Uh, from the from the gate at work, people would just be having it around like their you know their ear or just like around their neck or whatever, or doing the thing where it's just like on their chin basically. It's right. it's not protecting anything. It's like, or like there's they, we had the option of wearing the face shields, and people would have it so it's angled up so it's basically pointed straight off their forehead, which is like okay, well that's doing nothing, literally nothing. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's been pretty in our area. It's been pretty loose the entire time, where people are not really following it. And they're not even necessarily, again, they're not really people that are, like, anti-coronavirus or don't think it's a big deal. I just don't think they're worried about it because it just hasn't hit here for us in the way it's hit other places. So, that's why there's going to be, there's going to be people that are be forever changed by it. And there's a lot of people that will just go back to exactly what they're doing. That's, it's a, time will only tell. That's right. I don't know. I don't know when this will all be, will all be over, but... I don't know. Like, that's what people, like you don't really get rid of a virus. It kind of lingers. <laughs> There's no right way to really eliminate it entirely. It's why the cold and flu comes around all the time. Right. Every year. But it's like the Spanish flu. Like It was real bad. And it kind of just worked its way out of the system. To where everyone was like, okay, we're immune. Well, I think I mentioned this on an episode we before, but I heard, and I never looked this up, but the, like, the dark kind of like fact about the Spanish flu... Was that the way that it got, they got rid of it? Was they let it burn through the population? Yeah, that's what I heard too. 
Is that yeah? So like it wasn't like they did some massive thing. They just had to let it kill a bunch of people, and then it went away. But stuff like like I meant I jokingly said I had swine flu before, but which maybe I did because I had a real that's the worst flu I've had like in my adult life was when we worked at the maintenance company. But um, and it was at the time when all this that was going on. Right. Or it was swine flu or bird flu? I forget which one it was. I think it was swine flu. But the like SARS and like you know the swine flu and all that stuff still exists because. People still get it. Like, that still happens in other pockets of the country, but it just, it kind of did its thing. So most people aren't really affected by it in, in the same way. Or it's like, maybe it's less severe or something, or I don't I don't remember the exact science for it, because um, I'm not a historian, and I'm not a doctor, or a biologist, or a studied bac- or a bacteria or viruses or anything like that. <laughs> just a guy. Yeah. I do none of that. I play video games mostly and watch uh, Achievement Hunter or Rooster Teeth stuff and YouTube videos. And that's the extent of my... I take pictures sometimes, which is probably my... If I have one expertise, I would say it's photography, but uh, even that I'm not the most knowledgeable in, so I just have more knowledge than the people around me most of the time. But, yeah, I have no idea, but I, I know that, that... I know it still exists out there in pockets and... Yeah. So... It's gonna be a tough thing to eliminate entirely, but I hope it. I hope, I hope it doesn't go much longer. So I hope it's gonna be kind of get figured out and wrap up and everything. Yeah, I would. I would also appreciate that. I did see something about like the University of Pittsburgh had something, had some kind of like breakthrough. They found like a bio molecule or something, or it was something along those lines. It had some had a name like that that's supposed to help with the coronavirus or something or get rid of it or I forget exactly what it was because I just saw the headline right before I left work today hmm. and I was like interesting so have to see what what comes out of that let's go to Pittsburgh hopefully it uh, leads to something but I don't know now it'd just be nice to if the like the suffering would end <laughs> if I don't mean personally, I'm not talking about me, just in the world, just all the people that are affected by it, all the people that, uh, you know, are, are are like fighting against it all the time and, and don't think it's real or whatever. Right. It's just the division. all that. Yeah. I don't think that's going to end, but, uh, hopefully that's some of that will at least lessen if, if a vaccine is found or whatever, cause it's just. Every day. Every day's another thing. I don't see it on the Pittsburgh subreddit. That's why I wanted to see if it said anything. Uh, I'll have to see, because it was on... It was just like a Google News headline. Oh, wait. Here it is. Yeah, biomolecule. Oh. The main neutralize. It's from yesterday. Wow. Oh. Fucking Google didn't tell me yesterday. Fucking Google. Tells me today. Like a real bastard. I'm going to open this so I remember to read it, which I probably won't. I'll look at I'll look at it in like two hours. What is this? Close it. Yeah, you wait till you're talking to someone else about it. You're like, oh, University of Pittsburgh found a bioweapon that will <laughs> like yeah, you'll misquote it because you didn't you forgot to read it. <laughs> found a bioweapon that it contained coronavirus or something. <laughs> Just so, kind of true, but not true at all. Walking encyclopedia of misinformation. It's Doug's official uh, moniker <laughs> and title. That's what it yeah. is. 
Well, there's something else I was going to bring up, and I forget what it was, because in the middle of us talking. But, I don't know. Do you want to wrap it up here? I mean, we don't have to. Uh, I'm okay with that, because I have to take a major dump. Well, okay. You could have just said you had stuff to do, but... <laughs> well, you I can guess... cut that out and put in... Nope. Nope. Okay. It's going to stay in exactly as it is. Uh, it's... We need to be... This, these... If anything, Out in the Grapes is about being honest and open. And I think it's important that people know. I have to go drop off my grapes. Yeah, okay. Well, somehow you made it worse, and I did not see that coming. <laughs> so, okay. Well, th- then we will. We'll just we'll wrap this one up here. We'll make it an hour and a half, like our our usual episodes, uh, or I guess what the usual episodes are when we do go out in the grapes, because this this always factors into the end of the episode. But right. Uh, I don't know if this will be the normal length for them. I mean, it's. Like I always say that anytime we've done this, like this is what Doug and I do for like three hours surrounding the podcast. So uh, it's possible these might be longer than a typical episode because there's nothing to do with like current, or I, mean, I guess it has something to do with current events, but not like, you know, relating to one company and what's going on and, right. you know, and everything, which is our normal one, RT Talk, on which you already know if you're here. But uh, Welcome. still, yeah, it's... uh. I don't know how long these will normally be, but I feel like Doug and I, unless a bowel movement comes into play, we could do this for like four hours if we had to <laughs> every week. But yeah, I don't, I don't know what's happening, but it's not good. Well, well, that's for now. This is how long it'll be. Like I said, we we have the room to do as, as long as we want now. So we shall see how this works out. Uh, if you are listening to this, I hopefully you enjoyed this. Maybe in the for future ones, we will put together some sort of. Uh, like list sort of you know that we can use for uh, like subjects or whatever the way we do for RT talk and that way we have things that we can go over but uh, this one was definitely off the cuff and just shooting from the hip and nothing wrong with that it's it's our first one first dual release week so uh, if you have made it to this point we thank you for listening always and check back on Friday when we have uh, our new episode of RT Talk Up, and then going forward, uh, Wednesdays will be the release day for Out in the Grapes and such and such. So check go, back on Friday. Go look at Mike's gross ass bruises. Yes, yeah. At RT Talk, uh, are we podcast on? I don't even remember what our Twitter handle is anymore. No, Not a good sign. I think it's, it's just RT Talk. At, oh no, it's RT Talk podcast. Well, fuck. Yeah, neither of us know. We're not good at this. But, yeah, at RT Talk Talk Podcast on Twitter, just so you can see how disgusting it is, uh, because it is disgusting. So, uh, again, thank you for listening, and we are out of here. So, bye. Thank you, Doug, for being here.